The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Through a mix of solo and interview episodes, I want to showcase all the different ways the spirit world helps guide our daily lives, whether it's through intuition, signs, mediumship, channeling, the mystical, or the paranormal. Our altruistic spirit guides and other members of our loving soul team are always there, ready, able, and willing to guide us. Welcome to another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. I am your host, Laura West, and I have with me today, Lisa Tahir. Lisa is a licensed therapist, artist, host of All Things Therapy Podcast, and author of The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness, which has been endorsed by His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for joining me today. Laura, thank you for having me. And my kitty cat, Smelly Cat, is obviously wanting to join in on the podcast today. Well, I always say animals are always welcome. Thank you. Do you have pets? (laughs) I do. I have a black lab. His name is Thor, and he is about a year and a half old. That's a great name for a lab, Thor. Oh, yes. He's living up to it. It was funny for him to have such a mighty name when he was a little puppy. Yes, yes. But now that he's full grown, it suits him very nicely. I bet it does. I bet it does suit him. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Oh, I'm so grateful to have you here as well. So a couple things that I wanted to dive into, but before we do, I first wanted to ask you, how has spirit guided your life? Oh my gosh, Laura in so many ways. And I wasn't conscious of all the ways spirit has guided my life until now, having more of an awareness or consciousness of the role that spirit has, that we are spirit. We are more spirit than physical. We're just more in touch with our physical aspects since we're in this world where we touch things and bump up against them. I think often, Laura, when I look back and things that happened and didn't happen, now knowing I was really being guided and protected, I try to find humor now with the universe. Could I share a quick story that happened this morning? Oh my goodness, please. Because it's really about this question you're asking, like all the ways that spirit and the universe want to show up for us. So this morning, there's been a big, big painting over my television for a few years now that I actually made, and it's really large. And I noticed it was a little crooked. And I've been thinking for the past couple of weeks, oh, one day I need to like straighten it. And today I was walking past that room with something in my hand to go to the trash. And when I tell you something moved my body, Laura, like I don't even remember making a decision I'm going to go tilt the painting to make it level. I literally, something moved me. I had to scoot behind the TV. And as I put my hand on it, the wires holding it up broke. I'm not even exaggerating. And it fell off the wall. 
into my hands and it was really heavy and I was in an awkward position. So I couldn't just lift it off the wall, but it kind of gently fell onto the couch and didn't damage anything. Like literally the second the wires broke, spirit moved me to have my hands under it. I'm not even exaggerating. Wow. My jaw dropped when you said, I know no one can see me, but my jaw dropped when you shared that story. That's a great example. (laughs) When to me, it was really humbling that, wow, universe, you really care about the littlest things in our lives, Yeah, like a painting. And that to me was like a flow state where I just let myself be moved to go to the painting and not insist on taking the trash out in that moment. So I just offer that for anyone. We're all receiving these intuitive hits and these intuitive inclinations. Just please follow them. Just follow them out because it's going to take us to everything we want. Yeah. Well, and I also think that following out is what helps you to learn to really trust those feelings as they continue to pull through and show you how they really were an intuitive hit and a guidance of some sort. What a great example. Thanks for sharing that. Wow. The time is perfect for the day that we're recording. Yes. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Of course. So there were several things in your introduction that I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. Can we just get one part that caught my attention was your book was endorsed by the Dalai Lama. I think that's really interesting. Can you share how that came about? Sure, Laura. For me, I wanted the endorsement of His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, when I thought about of all the people alive on the planet, who would you really love to endorse your book? And I thought of His Holiness. And then I was like, okay, well, how does that happen? And I sent an off the cuff email asking for his endorsement. I don't remember what I typed, but when I hit send, I knew, oh my gosh, like you're coming from the wrong place within yourself. It was so I driven. So just an ego. And I think people overuse that as a bad word, but just my approach, it didn't feel aligned with receiving a response. And I didn't. And I thought, if you really want the endorsement of his holiness, who do you have to become? to receive the endorsement. And I'm big on like, who do we have to become to have the life that we want in all of the big and small ways? And what I heard in meditation was to me, the holiness really embodies compassion. And so I started to think about like, where do I lack compassion? I'm a kind person. Most people would tell you that, but there are times and places where I wasn't kind and it would show up when my internet goes out and I'm on a call for 45 minutes and put on hold and then the call drops and someone else comes back and they don't know anything we've just done in 45 minutes and I have to start over and I would be really rude to those people who are just trying to help and in my exasperation and exhaustion I wasn't showing up very kindly and on occasion other situations telemarketers the things that we feel like we don't need to be that kind and I heard the universe say you know if you want the endorsement of his holiness you need to clean that shit up So I did. And I started really reaching for being patient, really asking the representative on the phone, like, hey, how are you today? And just really allowing it to unfold however long it took, if the call dropped, rolling with it, like really not getting bent out of shape. Like it's really not a big deal is what I started to tell myself. And it started to feel really good that this thing wasn't mastering me. I was mastering it. I was more of a master of my emotions and showing up how I really wanted to and not feeling bad about being rude to someone 
calling to sell me something I don't want. And after literally two years, I just kept asking in meditation, like, okay, aligning with compassion that I imagine that his holiness, the Dalai Lama has. And it was one day I heard in meditation, send me your book. I want to read it. Like the energy of the Dalai Lama. So I sent a brand new email from a totally different place. I shared about desiring his endorsement and realizing I had to become more compassionate in the places and areas that I would allow frustration to take over and cause me to act unkindly to others. And that I've been working on that. And I just really appreciate his embodiment of compassion. And in less than three weeks, he sent me the most beautiful letter of endorsement about not being a student of astrology, but as a Buddhist scientist, believing and knowing that it's through empathy and forgiveness that we heal our deepest wounds and that he believes my book is going to help many, many people. And it was just a wow, like an aha moment that we really can become the person to inhabit those things that we want by cleaning ourselves up. That's amazing. That reminds me of another example of you being spirit guided <laughs> and intuitively yes, right. guided. Yeah. yeah. And then what amazing results. And then you just sat in that silence and meditation and just received. Thank you. And I loved who I became, who I've become as a result, because now I don't feel badly. I'm different. It's through and through. Like after doing that for a couple of years, it becomes our habits, as you know, a change in our thinking that becomes a new belief. And then we show up differently. That becomes a habit. So my habit is to be more kind in those ways. And if I can't be to just excuse myself off the phone immediately with kindness as well. I think that's a lesson that we can all take since we've all been there. Okay. So thank you for sharing that experience that you had. I really appreciate that. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. So I want to talk about this amazing book that was endorsed by His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. So The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. Can you talk about your book, please? Laura, I would love to. I wrote my book to help you, to help us with the areas of vulnerability that we have emotionally, where it might be an area of your life that you feel embarrassed about, that might even include feeling ashamed about something in your life, about yourself, harboring that, keeping that within us. It's so detrimental to our happiness. My book illuminates this area of vulnerability or core wounding on a spectrum. If you've experienced a trauma, childhood abuse, for example, then this would very well be a deeper wound within you rather than If you didn't experience trauma and things went relatively well and you grew up feeling loved, knowing you can do anything, this might just be an area of vulnerability, like an ouch, and it shows up in our lives. Chiron is a heavenly body in our solar system. In astronomy, it's designated as both a minor planet and a comet, and it orbits between Saturn and Uranus. It was discovered in 1974. In astrology, Chiron 
identifies within our birth chart. You know your sun sign, you might know your rising, your moon. Chiron is that little minor planet slash comet that identifies an area that we feel vulnerable in. And it might be that We don't feel like we're good enough, despite a lot of success, a lot of achievement in our lives. We never feel like it's enough. And that's absolutely exhausting and debilitating. That would be if Chiron was in the sign of Aries. Do you happen to know where your Chiron is? I feel like I've been told before, but I'm not well versed enough to remember. It's okay. There's 12 placements. So Chiron and Aries and Taurus and Gemini and Cancer, wherever it is. And I have an interactive website. It's free. You go put in your birth info, your date of birth, your place of birth. And if you have it, your time of birth, though that's not required. The time of birth just gives a house placement for where Chiron is in your natal chart. And that just is the area of your life where this vulnerability manifests. But you're going to know where it manifests once you read where it is in a sign. So if it's in Taurus, it's a wounding of vulnerability by neglect. You might have experienced neglect growing up in your home by your caretakers, or you might neglect yourself. You might put everyone else first and keep yourself last place in line or bottom of the barrel, and you often feel like you barely have enough energy or bandwidth for yourself, and just how debilitating that can be. It can cause health problems. So it's really important to know where this minor planet is because it's going to help you whenever your mood takes a dip. If there's a little depression or if there's a spike of anxiety, you can source it back to how can I affirm myself in this one unique and specific area? What changes might I need to make? Like you might need to say no to some things for others so that you can say yes to some things for yourself. Learn how to set boundaries in a way that prioritizes your well-being. And I think as women, this really shows up. As women, we do so much and we love doing it, but I think it's important to know how to manage what we give and what we receive. And I'm just going to pause to see how this sits and lands with you, Laura. Yeah, no, I think that that makes a lot of sense. It sounds like it'd be really helpful. It's interesting because to get that information, you put in your date of birth and place of birth. So that makes me think that it's a predestined, predetermined, I don't know what the word, vulnerability that one would experience in that current lifetime. I am so glad you're bringing this up because that used to be a problem for me, thinking that, oh my gosh, are you saying this is prescribed to me? (laughs) No, it's not because you wrote your birth chart. I wrote my birth chart. We created this template of the stars and planets in the sky when we were born. I don't have remembrance of that. I'm sure some people might, I don't remember deciding that I wanted to experience this myriad of things, but knowing where our vulnerability is, it's through taking personal responsibility for our healing that we can change and shift anything, that we don't have to stay vulnerable. Life wants us and spirit wants us to be happy. I know this. I know the universe wants us to be joyful, to be abundant, to have truly all our needs met so that we can give from overflow rather than depletion. And so 
for me, knowing my Chiron is in the sign of Aries, speaking to that core wounding and my sense of value and worth and how I was that person that never felt good enough, even though I was always doing something good, doing something meaningful. And when I read it, it was an aha moment of why I was still experiencing depression and anxiety. It's because I was really beating up on myself with critical messaging. And that's where the theme of self-forgiveness and empathy comes into play in my work, that we really are too hard on ourselves. And it's learning to speak really lovingly, like a coach, really affirming, like honey, you got this. It's going to work out. We can learn whatever you don't know. You can learn it. There's no end to that. And to soften the judgment and shift those messages into something really constructive. How do you feel about that? My gosh, I think that all sounds so great. It's really nice to feel like there is another option out there for somebody like me who experiences anxiety and bouts of anxiety and worry and things like that, that can sometimes be inhibiting preventing me from wanting to experience certain things because I worry that my anxiety will flare up. So I am very, very interested in putting my information in and seeing where my Chiron is located because I think that it could be very helpful and insightful when something that can just make life better because like you said, we're meant to be happy and to think that there's another way to, uh, I don't want to say fix, maybe fix, but to heal what my mind already knows (laughs) can be healed. Do you have a moment for me to see where your Chiron is? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. So it's nolatherapy.com, my website with a forward slash Chiron. And that will take you to a page that you can scroll down and there's a blue button, find my Chiron. And let me see, we are going to find your Chiron, Laura. Okay. And I'll make sure that links in the show notes too. Okay, let's see. Okay, so your Chiron is in the sign of Taurus in your first house of personal identity. So the first house has to do with your physical body. It has to do with how you feel about yourself, your self-esteem. So this kind of vulnerability is something, Laura, that it's between you and you. It's not something apparent to anyone else about you, though you might feel like it is at times. This is something just you have had an issue with within yourself. And this is that wounding by neglect where you might have experienced, and I sense more in your past, because podcasting can really change these wounds and vulnerabilities into our empowerment. In the past, maybe having a lack of self-worth, maybe a lack of feeling solid or safe, value based on material possessions, and feeling vulnerable. Has that ever been true for you? I'm sure at some point. I'd have to think about it. Would it be like childhood or just any span in my life? Usually it's childhood. Usually these wounds the neglect. And in this placement, there could have been sexual abuse or some sort of trauma like that, as well as the meaning you made experiencing neglect that you might not be important or valuable. So really the affirmations are around loving and approving of yourself and issues around your body even. Like there might have been feeling like your body isn't good enough, like having to really come more love for the body you're in as this beautiful vehicle to bring you through life and acceptance around your body, sexuality, your relationship to your body. You might have been really critical and harsh 
with yourself about that? So when I was younger, I was a late bloomer. So some people made fun of me in middle school because of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. And then I'm sure some of that carried on. And now I've been doing work around looking at my body differently as far as just wanting to be healthy and stronger. So when I do work out, it's not about being thin or looking this way or that. It's about how it just makes me healthier so I can live longer and be healthier. So changing my perspective on that. So I've been working on that. Absolutely. That's what I meant by realigning, healing your relationship with your body instead of judging it harshly to really learn. Yeah. Like you said, that you're valuing your strength versus a certain look or appearance and that feeling good to you authentically. Yes. Yeah. And it's the manifestation in your own self-esteem. So this has been like a self-esteem issue, I think, for you at different times of your life. And it sounds like you've really come into healing that, which is awesome. Yeah. I think what helps is I'm pretty aware of that and where I find that I may not be as kind to myself as I can be and how I can fix that because I don't want to be that way. <laughs> Absolutely. And your body doesn't want you to hate it. Be upset with yeah, it. Our body like, totally. clenches, it tightens. And I sense that you're doing that work, you're doing that healing. That's beautiful. So this is a real confirmation of your intuition and spirit leading you, Laura. Thank you. Yes. And my body finally saying, hey, listen to me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So in this way, people will go through my book. I set it up with inviting you to buy a candle or have a candle, a journal, a notebook, and take about 20 minutes, light your candle. There's some journal prompts where I ask you things like looking back in childhood and adolescence, things that happened where you felt both loved and unloved. And what meaning did you start to make about yourself? Because as these things happen, we do make meaning about ourselves, both positive and negative. We value ourselves through the experiences we live through or we devalue ourselves as a result of them. And to get really clear around what are the thoughts about you going through your head every day and taking a few of those that are critical and hurtful and really working with them to change so that you can have new beliefs for and about yourself to actually have the things you want and be able to maintain them. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, I mean, that sounds amazing. Thank you. Who wouldn't want that? Right, right. (laughs) Okay, so I want to hear about how you bridged licensed therapist with astrology. So psychoastrology. <laughs> yeah, that was the universe too. I love words. Even my website, NOLA Therapy. At one point, it, it stood for New Orleans, Louisiana, therapy.com. Yeah. And now I live in Los Angeles as well. So it stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy. And I feel like spirit guided me there because my web developer created NOLA Therapy 20 years before I ever lived in LA and it still fits. So the universe is really loving us, all of you in big and small ways. And for me, the play of words, I just thought about our personal psychology that I approach this work from as a licensed therapist, meeting our natal astrology. And for me, that's Chiron specifically, and that's psychoastrology. So I trademarked the word because it was just fun to do that. That's perfect. So what was that like connecting the two? Were you a licensed therapist first? 
I'm still a license. I've been a licensed therapist for over 25 years and I still am in Louisiana and California. And I'm actually not an astrologer. I give astrologers in the resource section in my book, because for me, astrology is the diagnostic point to understand from a psychological and spiritual perspective, healing your vulnerability and healing your wounds. So I give some wonderful professional astrologers if that's your interest. I love that you are open to that as well, because Anytime I've ever had a reading with an astrologist, I'm just blown away with the amount of information that they have and can share. And I know there's, I know that only skims the surface and it could be really life changing for people. So to come from a very, I don't know, I guess left brained, I don't know, left brain, very scientific approach as a licensed therapist to then bridge it and marry it with something like astrology. I think that's so great that you were open-minded to marry the two. Thank you. I've always been more right brain than creative than left. So for me, it was an easy progression once I saw and felt the correlation between this placement of astrology. And I see astrology as a beautiful symbolic language that, again, we wrote about our lives. And so if you are getting an astrological reading, please ask about your Chiron placement because I've never had it shared with me ever. It's really important to know because this is the area that you source patterns from that cause you to not feel good about yourself. And we want to know that so we can shift them and feel better really deeply from the pit of your stomach, feel better and good about yourself because it illuminates the traumas and the things that happen to cause you to misbelieve in your unworthiness. And it's so important to heal that so that you can know just how worthy you are and how lovable you are and how important you are. Oh, to be able to heal from the pit of my stomach because that's where I feel my anxiety bubble. <laughs> Is in the pit of my stomach. <laughs> Do you ever put a hand there, Laura, when you're feeling it and close your eyes and just breathe in and as you exhale, press that place on your abdomen and just expel it and take a few cycles of breath. Just really press it out, the anxiety. It wants to release physically from your body. It can help you get up and walk. I should. I'll breathe through it, but I have not placed my hand there. But the other day I tried it for the first time. I tried bearing down because I know it's my vagus nerve. Yeah. So I tried bearing yeah. down because I know that can reset the vagus nerve. Being a registered nurse, I've learned that. Yes. <laughs> so I tried bearing down for the first time. I'm going to have to try that again. It might take a little time to stick yeah. with it for longer because you really believe, I feel your body saying yes, like she will feel relief especially since you're a nurse and you know how all that works scientifically to give your body that release. Oh, it sounds amazing. I've picked up on all different things from all different alternative therapies that I've tried along the way, including speaking with a therapist. So I have done that as well. So I'm working, working on healing. Got it. You're right there. Yes, yes. I am right there. To affirm. Here, I want you to know so, Laura, not just hope, but know. And ask for that. Ask to be shown a knowing, truly a knowing of this healing that has happened within you. And that now you are helping others with this show and the other ways that you do and show up in life. Thank you so much. Lisa, is there anything else that we didn't cover today that you wanted to talk about? I feel like it all came up in this beautiful, organic way between us. So <laughs> oh, thank good. you. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. So to help wrap up our discussion, I wanted to ask you if you had a 
timeless message for the listener for the time that they hear this episode? I would love for listeners to know to have a timeless experience of your value, of your significance, and not based on what you're doing for a living or what your income is or anything, how well your kids are doing, just you with you to ask spirit to show you your value and worth and just how loved you are always. Thank you so much, Lisa. That's a wonderful reminder and wonderful message. So thank you. And I really appreciate you for your time this evening and for sharing your knowledge with us. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate you and your time. Thank you, Laura. And that was another episode of a Guided Life podcast. To connect with me via my socials or for links to my book titled Guided or my card deck called From Your Spirit Guides, please visit my Linktree site at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash guided west. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.